You are not one funnel away from your next client, despite what you've heard. And that's why we have Tiago here today. He's going to tell us a little bit about himself, why this fact matters to him, and why it should matter to you. Tiago, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. True honor to be here. And uh, I'm going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun because this is a topic that touches my heart, you know. Um, if you've been like struggling, uh, cringing to think that you have to post reels on Instagram every day, or you're just tired of wasting money on ads and which are eating your budget, and uh, that's the only way you think you can do it, this we are out for, in for a treat here because uh, I've been there. Uh, I've, I've been struggling with that for more than three years. Um, and uh, I figured out a way to simplify things as much as possible. And hence my anti-marketing approach, which is not completely anti-marketing because I love marketing is my life basically mm -hmm. <laughs> my hobby everything but um I'm more anti that what you said like the the, the fancy uh complex uh funnels ads strategies that uh they work of course for a specific point in your career but not when you're trying to like grow and reach to a sustainable way your business I believe that's only a distraction and you and I believe that you already have everything you need in your world to start grow a very fun, sustainable business um, using just all, only what you have around you. Um, and uh, yeah, I love this. <laughs> no, it's perfect, Tiago. Honestly, fun. If we're, we're going to say fun and sustainable in the same in the same sentence, we're we're on board. <laughs> let's have fun. Let's make sure it's sustainable. Let's make sure we're not burning out. And and really, what you're describing is getting caught up in shiny object syndrome. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's just, um, it's, it's a, uh, unfortunately, it's like a habit, we, not a habit, like a tendency we have. We try to look for something, uh, we try something, and if it doesn't work immediately, okay, it didn't work, I'll jump immediately to the other one, that's a shiny object, right? And we don't allow ourselves to fully, you know, reach our true potential, and we keep jumping from, uh, from strategy to strategy because it's overly complex, and um, yeah, I, 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 we don't need that. We don't need, we already have our established relationships. That's basically what my anti-marketing method is, is tapping into our established relationships, either in uh, our contact lists of uh, uh, customer lists, the clients we've worked with before, or leads we had before, or contacts, even friends, or uh, family, colleagues, LinkedIn connections. And also we have an audience of some sort, right? We have either a link LinkedIn profile or Facebook page or something like that. So basically, if we have if we tap into those established relationships, uh, we will find uh, ways to, uh, those people around us are not necessarily the ones who will give us the money immediately, but mm -hmm. they might all also be able to help us get the money. Okay. So uh, I can expand on it if you want, but uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's the, the rationale behind it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to get you to expand on that a little bit, but first I want to kind of like touch on this idea of anti-marketing. I think this is a really great way to express kind of this new way to think about marketing. Um, and this is why we're called Marketing Rebels, because we're we're breaking the status quo. We're shaking marketing up and knocking it on its behind. Because you know what? We don't need to constantly be searching for the next hot thing, the next hot thing. We don't need to be grinding and grinding and grinding. It's not necessary. And in fact, in fact, I'm going to say that it's going against your best interests, which would be to get your next client, to increase your cash flow, to make sure your clients and cash flow are sustainable and maintainable, right? Consistent. If yeah. you're doing this thing, chasing the next hot thing, always trying to bigger, better, bigger, better, you're actually working against yourself. And so we're going to go 
against that style of marketing, anti that style of outdated, outdated marketing. And we're going to kind of hunker down here where we're using what we already have. We're leveraging what we already have in order to create that success. So tapping into your own already established network, whether it's an email list, social media following, et cetera, what does that look like for you, Tiago? Exactly. So I think um, a good way to approach this is asking the first question is like, do I have something already that my target audience actually needs right now? Do I have an offer, a service, a product that solves a problem that our people actually need to solve right now? Because um, if we don't solve that specific desperate problem, it's going to be hard to, to you know, create the sustainable business that we're talking about because people just, you know, ah, this is an interesting product you have, but uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll solve it. If we don't tap into that desperate problem, it's going to be very, very complicated. Okay. So, and if we don't have it yet, uh, that's the first place we, we should start. So let's tap into our network already. That's the first step again. And interview past clients we've had or past leads or followers or people in our network that we know would uh, be the, our ideal clients, you know, our, like the person, the exact person with, with the exact problem that we think it will be uh, our ideal clients um, and exactly find what you need. We should, I, I usually recommend my, my, my clients to interview at least five to 10 people that we feel will be the ideal clients and then ask them questions like, uh, how are you feeling? What's your main frustrations? How does your day-to-day -day look like? Capture those emotional words that people are actually describing that, oh, I need this, I want that. And this is in the middle of the way. I've, I've tried these things before that nothing worked. Uh, and actually record those, those interviews because not your own interpretation of their words, but exactly their current words. And then you can just simply you know use the transcript and almost copy paste it into your communications, into your, the way you position your offer, et cetera. Uh, so that's, that's, in my opinion, the best way to create something that people actually want to buy right now, to give them a, a special reason for them to buy right now, right? And that's the key, the, the creation of the offer has to reflect exactly that. And we can go there just by tapping to our network, right? Um, and then the second question to ask is, okay, do my current relationships need my offer right now, right? And for those that need, you, we, we can simply just ask them. We, we have to lose the, the fear of, of asking. Uh, I think that's one of the skills that uh, absolutely changed the game for me is to ask more and ask more often and not be afraid of you know, hiding, oh, do you want this? No, simply just say, do you know someone who be interested in or is this something that you would you know find interesting for you? So losing the fear of asking, that's very important. Um, so imagine uh, the people you interviewed in the first step that I talked to, they told you they have a problem you created something amazing and then you can go back to them and say, look, I created this amazing product that solves the problem you told me you have. What do you think? Is this something that would be useful for you right now? And only with that small interviewing process, you can already start gathering, you know, first one, two, three clients, uh, which is, you know, amazing to, to kick off and start in the best, the best way possible. Um, so that's one thing you can do. You can also ask in your current audience or email list or Facebook followers, whatever. Uh, by creating those kind of um, hand-raising posts, uh, you know, like, oh, look, I'm, I just created this amazing product. I'm looking for five people who would want to achieve this specific outcome that you know they need because you interviewed them, right? Uh, if you're interested, let's have a chat, like a message or comment below or whatever. And you can interact with those people again and just talk to all, again, talking to people. Um, you ask them questions, qualify them, see if, they, if it makes sense for them. And then you can, okay, hey, look, I have something that solves the problem you, you have. Do you need some help? So. And for that, that's the first thing, those are the things you can do to, for those people that need your offer, okay? Right. But then there's the other side already, which there are people that don't need your offer in your established relationships, but you can still tap into them. 
can I create yeah. something that they need? Right? I want to ask you a question because I know that this is eating away at a lot of people who are listening and watching this. Because the, what you're asking, what you're asking for here is is for us to conduct market research. And you know, I love, mm -hmm. I will do market research all day. I come from a background in psychology, and so uh, questionnaires and research and qualitative and quantitative data, and like that's really exciting to me. But I'll tell you, it is not exciting to the majority of people out there. I am a weirdo, and that's okay. I've embraced my weird. Um, that said. When we say market research, people kind of balk. Like they stop yeah, and go, questionnaires. Oh, or... Now, what do I ask? What do I ask? How do I get them to even, hey, can I have, can I conduct market research with you? First of all, I know from experience that getting somebody on a call can be like pulling teeth because they always think they're going to yeah. be sold to. Second of all, once you have somebody on the call, for me, it's not so much of a challenge. For a lot of my clients, they're saying things like, I don't even know what to ask them. Do you have yeah. any tips for those two things? Getting the person on the call in the first place? Yes. And what to even say once you're in the conversation? Yes. So to get to people on the call, that's a great question. Thank you so much for that, Shauna. Um, so the, the way I approach this is you have to have two things in your asks. One of them is, look, you can, to, can tap into people and send them messages or make a post on your uh, social media asking for, you know, for this specific request. And you can tell them, look, I'm creating this amazing product to help these kind of people. And I would love to have your opinion. Like people love to give opinions and give feedback. So this is already a, a different kind of approach. Like you're not asking them for something. I just want your opinion. Uh, do you have 10 to 15 minutes for a quick uh, video call? I would just love, love to ask you some questions. So you, you're, you, you're saying that you're not going to sell them anything, right? It's obvious there. You're asking for their opinion. People love to talk about and give opinions. And, and also, you know, it's going to be short, like 10 to 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that most people are willing to help you out, if, especially oh. if they have an established relationship with you, right? <laughs> One of the things that I like to say, because yeah. that's perfect, truly, when you're saying, I just need your opinion, 10 to 15 minutes, done. I love yeah. that. That makes it a lot easier. One of the, and, and I want to go a step further, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I, what I like to do is, because I'm all about authenticity, I like to include a little bit more of my personality into these asks. Yes. So yes. I will say, hey, I'd like your opinion. Please tell me if I'm full of shit. <laughs> Because when it comes That's down perfect. to it, I don't want your opinion as in like, I'm going to tell you about this thing and then you're going to tell me, yeah, it's great. Round of applause. I don't want that. That doesn't actually help me. I yeah. actually want you to tell me if I'm wrong. Because that's even yeah. more important because then I can shift and pivot in the way. And usually what happens is when somebody tells you that you're off point, they'll tell you where the real point is. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And but you'll be if you if you are yourself, like you said, you'll be surprised by how many people say yes. People want to help us. We just are afraid of usually of asking, or we're somehow hiding behind a computer inside our heads. Right. But uh, people want to help us. We just have to allow them to do that. And to do that, we have to be, lose the the scare, or the being afraid of asking people. That that's the first step. But you will get it with with practice, right? Uh, it, it might sound a bit awkward at the beginning in the beginning. But you'll find the momentum coming, and you feel okay. This is I'm extracting so much valuable information, like I'm 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 getting clearer idea of what I should be creating, right? Because right. most of the times it's a bit different than what we have in our heads. We have our frameworks, our strategies, our we're a bit biased, right? With what and we usually oh, sell that, right? Hugely biased. <laughs> hugely biased. We are so biased, and mm. and a lot of times we can't get past our own ego without having these very real and open conversations um, in the form of market research. Absolutely. So what do those conversations look like?
Exactly. So um, the kind of questions we should ask is if we worked with a client uh, that worked with us in the past, mm. uh, we should ask him questions about the past, how it was before that person started working with us, right? Uh, so something like, so what was the what was the main issue that brought you to work with me initially, right? Uh, what were the main frustrations? What, what did you try to do before? How did that make you feel? Uh, but especially ask those prompting questions. Okay, can you expand a bit more on that? Or can you give me more detail about this? How did that make you feel during the day? You know, uh, how does it how does it impact your family, your, your spouse, your uh, you know, work situation? So be very specific on the questions. So ask that a you bunch have. Of those, I've heard it yeah. said, ask a bunch of the W questions. <laughs> why? Right. Who? What? Where? When? Ooh. Why? Like all of those. That's, I've I've heard it said before. Just stick to the W questions because then they have to expand. Yes. Yes, 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 absolutely. Right, and right. Uh, because you want to get to those emotional moments where people are saying, yeah, oh, damn, do you have an idea? I tried it so many times. And, uh, and uh, if you have those words and then, then you reuse them in your comms, it will just simply resonate with people. They will feel, yes, this is for me. My God, Shauna, I really need to talk to her. <laughs> um, uh, yes, and those with your clients. And if you're just talking to people in your audience, et cetera, uh, you just ask them about their current situation. Exactly the same thing, right? Uh, the frustrations, how does it impact their day-to-day? -day, how does it make them feel? Where do they want to be? You know, what's their main goals? Uh, you know, in 10, 15 minutes, you can collect a lot of a lot of useful information. Um, and then you can, at the end, you can say to all those people something like, uh, so look, if I create a program around this area that we talked about, would you be okay if I will show you after I create it and have another follow-up chat on that? And then you're already opening up opportunities for you to sell uh, yes. in the future, right? Uh, but yeah, this simple exercise opens so many doors. It's uh, I can do I can see, and you know, one of my favorite things. It's it's a quote that that I made. Mm. <laughs> Being all like, mm. you know how people you you we often use quotes from other people all the time. Yes. But then when you say something and you actually take the time to write it down, because that's the key thing. People will say write amazing things every yes. single person, but actually taking the time to write it down is the key bit. And so something that I say is always, always leave the door to possibility open because you never know when opportunity will walk in. Yes. And that's what we're doing. We're opening all of those doors to possibility Absolutely. in this conversation. I have a question about you. You gave amazing. And if anybody here just listened, rewind and take notes if you didn't already, because that was a great list of questions. Um, but I'm curious, would you suggest asking a question like, um, what do you think you need in order to get to where you want to go be? Something like that? Would that uh, be a good question? Yeah, that could be an option. You could try it. But I, I have a feeling that people, most people don't know actually exactly what they need. They need orientation in that sense. My my point in this conversation is to actually understand what they're feeling now, you know, right. what's, what they're going through uh, and what they actually want to achieve. The how then will be up to up to me to help them uh, reach that uh, that uh, that gap, right? <laughs> uh, but for me, that my 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 goal is just simply extract the emotional words, their 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 the feelings, and the, uh, th those visual you know objectives that they have in their mind. I want to be like this, you know. I have to, I want to be living, uh, I don't know, whatever. Like I want to be a single mom in a sea level, and I want to have time for myself and for my kids, you know, whatever it is. I want to reach that level of. Um, intimacy uh, right. of our language that that's mo the mostly what I want to extract from because well, emotion is so important when you're storytelling and when you're actually yes. making those connections and people will buy they will people are going to raise their hands 
to buy, to join communities, to just be involved in your world a lot faster when you understand their circumstances in an intimate way and emotion is the way to get there. So it makes total sense what you're saying. Yeah, for example, what I said, like uh, what, what I described in the beginning, like if you if it makes you cringe to think that, oh my God, I have to post another Reels on Instagram. I hate this process. You know, if you wa started wasting money on ads and it's eating up your budget, and, you know, if, if you reach that, that, um, that level inside your niche, niche, uh, it's, uh, I think it connects to the right people, right? right. The, the right people will get closer to you. That makes perfect sense. I love that. Now, I think we've covered like the people who uh, were past clients. And P.S., just for everybody, everybody to listen, the, the questions that we listed there, um, when you're reaching back out to those clients, you can ask those questions. And I'm going to argue that you should be asking those questions um, when you're when you're onboarding and during any offboarding sessions as well, mm -hmm. so that you already have the information moving forward. And it's and this is what you do when you haven't really done the the market research, but you can you can work market research Absolutely. into Absolutely. your systems and processes as you go. So if you're onboarding someone, you want to ask them the questions like, "What are your current struggles? Where do you? What are your? Where are your goals? All of those questions that we just listed. What brought um, you to then, this call, right? Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> yeah. when you're offboarding them, you want to ask them to reflect and then to say, "Hey, you know what? This is." This has been literally life-changing or whatever they want to say, right? Um, but you prompt them in your offboarding as well. That's going to give you consistent market research, consistent feedback that will take you from, from where you are now, which is reflecting, oh, shoot, I should have done that, to cons consistently moving forward, the sustainability we mentioned. Um, the next person, what, what did we say? We said your past clients and your current, the people who are in your world, we addressed that. What was next? What were, what were some of the other people who we could look to, you were saying, who may not be your ideal clients, I think. I feel like that was who the next person was, Tiago. Um, we may have frozen, and that's okay. We will unfreeze. Um, I think the next people, so we had your past clients who you can get some information on so that you can refine your messaging and really put yourself out there. Um, perspective clients, the people who are in your world, but they are, um, they, they haven't quite worked with you yet. You want to get their feedback, but maybe they're in your world. They're not necessarily the, um, hold on, here we go. They're in your world. We're back. We're all good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just outlining the three kind of archetypes yes, that perfect. who you can reach out to for um, for this this information. We started with your past clients, prospective clients, and now people who are in your world but aren't necessarily um, prospective clients, but they're in yeah. your space. We were going to talk about that. So, exactly. what do we? How do we approach that? Yes, exactly. So, can we make something for those people that don't need our offer, but can we create something that they need actually? Right. Because we have established relationships around us that uh, are not ideal clients, like I said. But uh, if you think about it, you know, established relationships, people that know you, they actually want to help you somehow. They, people naturally want to help. <laughs> anyway, we just usually have to need to allow them to do that and uh, ask as well. Ask for it. Be proactive about it. So, and also, everybody needs money, uh, like at different levels, of course. But yeah. everybody is incentivized by it at some point, uh, and everybody loves to support the people they care about. And connections go much further than we can possibly imagine. So, um, and you never know who knows who. That's that's, that's a very that interesting, one. important thing to keep always in mind about this and, and getting the habit of systematically asking for a referral. Like, hey, do you know someone who could be interested in this kind of offer? Look, I'm looking for these kind of people that have this, this, and this characteristic, uh, and they want to achieve this. 
Um, if you know someone, please let me know because I have a, a referral program. You can create your own referral program proactively and incentivize people uh, to send you over potential clients. And, and uh, if, if that person becomes a client, I can give you a referral commission, you know, something like that. Beauty. Like and because truly, no matter where you're at, making a referral to somebody who you know has value, and you, I, I do that anyways. I do that anyways because I love it. But you you think of people a little more when they say, oh, by the way, you're going to get a couple hundred dollars or more when you do that. Their name pops up a little more frequently. So having <laughs> that, referral, that referral program makes a huge difference. Yes. And then they, some people will, okay, gain the habit of luck. This, this actually is cool. I referred someone. I got some money. I'm going to try to make a bit more like that. <laughs> you know? yeah. And also, you'll find many people that, oh, I don't need the commission. I'm just going to want to help you. So you'll find both senses. And But the, what matters here is that to create a habit of systematically asking for referrals in, in all interactions you have, either uh either there's a new client coming in you can say hey do you know someone who would also like to be like you that would like to join the program if you two join together i can give you a discount you know each of them a future of you can have 10 percent discount or whatever yeah. uh, or even if people say no to your program they say okay i totally understand this is not for you super cool i'm not going to sell it to you but do you know anyone who would be in this kind of scenario that would benefit from this i have a referral commission for you huh? so gaining the habit of doing this systematically and tracking everything this is also absolutely key to follow up with people to make this actually a, a business decision not, not just some uh, thing that you're oh i hope people talk about me and refer me which is the most what most most of us do in this especially in this industry of coaching mentorship uh, consultancy Somehow yeah. it's not not the same. Other niches work this much more, like a real estate, et cetera. They're super advanced in referrals. So yeah. some, somehow we kind of forget to do that in our industry. And it will make a complete difference because it will multiply your effect. You're not just tapping into your one-on-ones, you know? You're tapping into huge networks of people. And, uh, and you basically are able to create a uh, highly motivated sales team uh, for free around you, yes, which, is, which is amazing. And I, yeah. I want to shed some light onto something you just said, because uh, you were talking about how other other niches, for some reason, have this dialed in. And, and what the heck's up with us <laughs> you know, coaches, mentors, consultants, people in the service space? What is up with that? This is a really effective methodology and something that I want to um, kind of shed some light on on a just a a beginner level, we don't need to dive in. It's just the idea that um, we are service led. So we want to always serve others. And this is a complex that um, I think we've discussed on a few other uh, episodes. We want to help others desperately, but we don't want to hinder others. But the people who we want to help typically are also the helpers who want to help. So we actually wind up being like a dog chasing our own tails when we like, or, or rather we're just, I don't know, quote unquote, shooting yourself in the foot, right? You're just you could, you would want to help. So they will probably want to help. You're actually doing yourself a disservice and them a disservice by not asking. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like probably the biggest takeaway, even though there was gold throughout, that's probably the biggest takeaway from this whole conversation is don't be afraid to ask, just ask. Now that yeah. said, I want to ask you, <laughs> here's my ask <laughs> please share with everybody some final thoughts some icing on the cake so to speak the cherry on top something that they need to hear from you today as they're walking away um that th that great knowledge wealth that you have please bestow that upon our audience just now sure so i, I think the main conclusions will be uh first of all something maybe i didn't discuss as much as i should have at the beginning but uh 
being very specific on who you want to help that that's so key to to you know make it clear about who you're helping and uh, what problem are you solving not trying to help everyone that's one of the biggest mistakes most of us do at the beginning we just want to help people whoever pays me money i'm gonna help them <laughs> but that, that that's very complicated again because then your message becomes very dissipated goes to the ether doesn't resonate with anyone specifically right so drilling down on that okay who, who can i help the best the most the most profoundly who actually values me the most right who can i generate a, an easier faster transformation that's super key for to make everything else much easier the communication the selling the, the even delivering because there are specific people that you cannot actually you know they're not um they're not uh, they don't have the ability to implement or they don't have this right mindset or they're not in the right context so that's a very key component uh and then the second component is definitely to talk to people i mean this opens up so many doors uh get out of your computer get out of your own mind uh you are not your business forget about this you are not your business you're the people around you that need you they are the business they they define what you should be creating so the more people we talk up to the more the clearer we are about what you, we should be creating and all the objections people have and it just makes everything easier um and then of course yeah the, the referrals are are super key because if we ask systematically um uh, in every single interaction we have we will eventually find those super connectors you know those people that are like oh my god yes i know five ten people i'm gonna send it to you and uh, that just love to to refer people they they maybe even make their own purchase decisions based on you know asking for referrals or asking for opinions of others you know so it's a matter of math and uh of of, of getting out getting out there and talking to people amazing and i'm going to just say that uh you know everybody should probably be reaching out to tiago because uh this type of conversation is completely action-led so if you want to have action items if you really want to get the support that you need to move the needle forward check the check the show notes find the link connect with tiago now that said i need to tell you all that we have conversations like this every week most of the time multiple times a week so i strongly encourage you to like follow subscribe and don't forget to share with your friends because this type of stuff is gold this action conversation when you share that with your friend immediately they connect more deeply with you because you've just given them a resource that is invaluable and now when you ask them later hey do you know anyone guess what they're gonna say yes actually you helped me so i want to help you so with that i hope you all have a great rest of your day and remember you have what you already need in your back pocket so look there first we'll chat soon <laughs>